how many have never ever even given it a thought and you still think Christ is someone on the outside? The sweet baby Jesus. How many of you think Krishna is on the outside? What is that kingdom he kept talking about? I feel like I'm in a church. <laughs> it's mostly the people who followed him that kept talking about it more than him. You know, when Christ was alive, he pretty much had like 12 followers. You know that, right? Hmm. <laughs> What is that kingdom they talk about? How many of you went to church? Where? Well, I don't know. <laughs> when was the last time you went to church? How about that? <laughs> Do you understand what they're saying there? What you listen to? Anyone understand that stuff? No. In a way. Do you understand it or do you just hear it as the word of God? Stories. Are the stories? I'm very interested in this stuff, so, so help me understand. I can connect to some of it and some of it I struggle with. Yeah. Thankfully it's not in Latin anymore. Yeah. <laughs> that that took a couple of crucifixions to get it switched to English. But I love the ridiculousness of our human condition. But who understands what they talk about? Why do you go sit there and listen? I feel um, I, I was raised Catholic mm -hmm. until I was probably maybe 11, and I just didn't feel it was right for me. There was something not connecting. But it still sits with me that I was taught it was the on the outside. That there was this God and this man watching me, judging me. And if it wasn't good, mm -hmm. and I didn't follow the rules, mm -hmm. I was going to burn. <laughs> right? And I go to confession and really make up stuff to say. <laughs> and take my that. penance and go and say the prayer so that I would be pure again. Thank you. And I know that it's not that. It's not that. It's in me. Mm. Like the kingdom is in me. God is me is you. Mm. Goddess is all of you. All of us. <laughs> yeah. That's it. Let me take her. Yes. I also grew up Catholic, and um, my oldest siblings turned to. Uh, Christianity that was a big family divide and tension and um, and then that changed but then later as a professional I represented some of the adult child adult victims of childhood molestation by the priests and uh, and research and learned of all the assets and and was it reaffirmed my strong understanding that the institutionalization of a belief in God was 
one of the greatest damages to humankind. Mm -hmm. and, but I always felt a, a place to connect with the infinite and God still in that setting since found, you know, other settings. So I'm not supporting the institution that supported <laughs> molestation of children for so long. Um, but I, I, I believe that you can be anywhere in nature and anywhere to connect with that completely with all my heart. Thank you. I grew up Catholic too. And so I had a lot of guilt and if I don't go to church and stuff. But a couple of months ago I had this. My daughter had to go through her first communion and we had to, as parents, take confession. And I haven't done confession in years. So I had to go and be true to myself. So I told the priest, I haven't done this in years. I don't believe that my God is a judging God. My God is a loving God. And I struggle with this. I can connect with him anywhere. I don't believe I have to do it at church. Can you all hear in the back? So I just have to let it out of me. I couldn't just go there and make up stuff. So mm -hmm. he was pretty receptive. And I was bawling when I was sitting because it was, it was, I can't say that in so many ways. The little girl in me, how can you say that to a priest? <laughs> but, so I'm starting to let it go. But that would be the truth. Mm. Truth. Laura, did you have something to add? Yeah, I spoke the kingdom of God is at hand. Is at hand. At hand. That's what he spoke. Yes. And it's all within, so it's what does that mean? Kingdom of God is at hand. Within. It's right there. It's always has been. <laughs> right there. It's right here. Mm -hmm. It's right here. It's still outside of us. Uh, what the hell are you looking for? <laughs> what are you going through all these shenanigans for? Um, I go. I belong to a non-Christian church, or does not identify as Christian. I go for community, so I'm somewhere between totally not believing and believing in there. But for me, it's community. Mm -hmm. Thank you. I love religious stories from all traditions, and as I change like the meaning in them changes yes so i don't need to force everything out at that moment yes i think there's truth in them oh I my god so we, much truth in as that as we change they open up yes so i just love mm -hmm. them you know and i think initially i read i read them all externally as kind of historical facts and kind of debated those things and now just they're too rich to do that too yes I mean, I still have that question that I had growing up as a girl. It's like, why can't they just simply put things? Why do they have to shroud it in mystery and stories and that are open to interpretation? But in a way, I can understand that now because the, the truth that's embedded within the stories is not capable of being perceived by all minds. So until you're ready to perceive the truth, stay happy with the stories. At least it'll keep you coming. But what I don't appreciate is that idea of guilt or shame associated with, which I think is a, creates a lot of disservice. But I went to a service last year. We were at Peter's parents' home, and they go to church uh, Christmas Eve and Christmas Day, and they 
they wanted to not go because I was there. I'm like, no, 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 let's go. I love this. And so it's a beautiful little church. And literally everything that was in the sermon that they were reading from the Bible, I could connect it to Kundalini, every single thing. And now I understand the experience so I could understand what they were saying in the words. But even as the person was speaking, it was being spoken as words. You could tell the experience hadn't been had. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah, the Holy Spirit. Mm -hmm. What is the Holy Spirit? Where is the Holy Spirit? Have you felt your Holy Spirit? You've all felt it. Mm -hmm. Even if it might be for a tiny split second, you felt it. Get your Kundalini moving, you will feel it all the time. So what is the celebration that we are talking about? Jesus being born. The possibility being born. To me, it's the awakening of the Christ consciousness within. Yes, as a possibility that lives in each one of us. So Kundalini as an energy you hear in Kundalini Yoga. How many have to go and confess that to your church, by the way, that I'm now practicing Kundalini Yoga? <laughs> you had an intervention? Yes, I did. I've had other people who, who've had interventions like, you are practicing yoga, which is Hindu, and therefore you will not go to heaven. The gates of heaven are closed to you. Oh, oh. I can totally feel what Jesus might have felt in that state of ignorance. Can you imagine that time? If we think this time is ignorant, that the people you are surrounded by are ignorant? Can you imagine that time that he lived in? That was literally the middle, prime, peak, apex of the Dark Ages. Can you imagine what he must have gone through where he is awake and he can see people in such darkness of ignorance? And all he could do was be love. This could not be a, a logical explanation to someone back then. He could not explain this technology to them. He could not make them understand. He could not reason with them. He could only be love because there's nothing that the mind can deny in that. Yeah? Can you deny love? If you consistently receive it from someone, can your mind deny it? Consistently. So as you are going through this holiday time, surrounded with family and friends, and issues and things from the past or resentments or possible contradictions show up, what does it mean to be in Christ consciousness? What does it mean? Joy to the world, the Lord has come. Is that what it is? 
it has arrived within me. Whoa, joy to the world. The world will feel the joy because I have arrived. Hmm. Are you celebrating that on the inside? Are you celebrating your arrival? Are you still denying your possibility? Are you still in denial of your possibility? If you are, wake up. Stop it. Just stop it. Enough. Let your mind and heart work together. And right there you, Jesus. That's all that there is to it. Don't deny the mind, love the mind. Let the mind rest in the heart and let it shine from there. Do it consistently and there is no difference between you and Jesus. Does that offend someone? If you're still thinking that Jesus was someone on the outside, you are still in childhood mode. You are still trusting the story more than the reality. This Christmas, Do you acknowledge your possibility? Sit with that for a moment before answering me. Do you acknowledge your possibility that you are <clears throat> capable of being same as Jesus? Did he have to go through some sacrifices? Are you afraid of sacrifices? Yes, that's the only thing that's keeping you, isn't it? Do you know what you need to sacrifice? <laughs> Fear. Fear. Fear of death. Fear of fear. You think Jesus wasn't fearful? Yeah, if he was, he had a human body. But what trumped his fear? His faith. His faith. Faith in what? Did he see God himself? Did he experience God within him? But for that moment where he couldn't feel God within him, what did he say? Why have you forsaken me? Or if this cup can be passed on, if I can, if I can get away without having to go through this, then I'll, I'll take that too. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> absolutely. 
these are not stories. Please understand, you guys go through this every single year and you make a whole big deal about it. Serves wonderfully for the economy. Great for the economy. But what the hell are you doing? Are you pausing and thinking, what am I doing? What, what am I celebrating? Because if you truly celebrate, it can open something in your life that is phenomenal. It'll turn your life into a living celebration all the time, in every moment. Can you take that much celebration? Are you so used to your depression? You are addicted to your depression. You're addicted to your sadness and your fear state constantly. What would you do without that? It would shock your system to feel like that. Do you know that? So it's okay, let the fear be. Let the fear be, trumpet with your faith. Can you do that? Can you do that? Can you do that? Yes. We'll practice. We'll practice in every moment. Here comes the fear. Here comes my self-denial. Here comes my shame. Here comes my guilt. Here comes my, I'm less than thou. It all starts with awareness. The kingdom is here. I just need to walk into it. I just thought about um, <clears throat> the fact that one of the uh, scriptures that, that so many people know and remember um, is the, you know, love is patient, love is kind, and, and um, you know, the, the fact that God is love. And so <clears throat> with remembering through meditation and consciousness, you know, that God is in each of us, and thus we need to self-love because God is here. Um, and what is God? Let's take this conversation a little further. I, lo I love that concept of God is love. What is God? Like, how do you, you know what love is? Most of us think of or mistake love to be an attachment. You don't even know. Most of us don't even know what love is. So until then, we can't really say that. So what is God? Is God always, what does God look like? Always wonderful things are happening all around you, rainbows and unicorns? <laughs> no, really. Generating, organizing, destroying. Ooh, destroyer as a God. How about that? G-O-D. Anything that has the ability to do all these three things. Generate or create. Organize or sustain. 
deliver or destroy, and then begin again with a generation. Organize, destroy, create, sustain, destroy, create, sustain, destroy. Can you do that with every experience that you have without attaching to it? Because that is God, that is love, when you can experience, hmm, yummy, every moment, hmm, now destroy it, don't attach to it. Then create the next one. If you can do that, life is a celebration, like your Kundalini is always in that state of creativity. And then you can be quantumous in all three. I'm good when it's creative. I'm good when it's stable and sustained. And I'm good when it's time to let it go too. I'm the same across all three states. That's love. That's love. So don't think of love as being some shiny object. Mahiguru to that. For more inspirational offerings, visit us at sevenchakrayoga.com.